Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. Growing up with Dr. Sarah, one of the things that I have enjoyed throughout my life are family traditions. And what exactly is or are family traditions? Well, according to an article from Better Up, a family tradition is an activity or pattern of behavior that reflects a family's values, a family's interests or beliefs. And once established, it'll hopefully be passed down through the generations. It represents your specific family, and it's like your own family culture. You know, time shared among family members right now is significantly low. And it's amazing, though, that there are so many benefits to having these family traditions. Let me go over some. So it actually creates within the family a sense of comfort, a sense of security and rhythm and order. It carves out time with family, you know, so doing family traditions, sometimes it's hard to know, okay, yeah, we we need family time. We want to do things together. But when we know that it's something that's coming up, that's a tradition, whether it's religious or secular, it doesn't matter. It does carve out time. It also promotes a healthy work-life balance, you know, that ability to just have fun together. It nurtures relationships between family members, and it gives you a sense of belonging. And it also, as I mentioned in the definition, keeps these traditions going. So one of the things that I try to do is help families create traditions and because or really empower them to continue the traditions they already have. But I also want to remind you, too, that you know, you can create tradition traditions with uh, with a friendship group or a chosen family. So no matter how big or small your family is or your group is, blended or chosen, you can all create traditions. And why these are important, as I mentioned, is just so powerful. But how do we keep it going? Like, what do we do? to actually do this and keep it going. We'll get input from everyone. It's important that you know what interests your family and keep it simple. It doesn't have to be really difficult. Take a break from technology and stay positive and be open to change. Well, I love our own family traditions and I love the impact that family traditions have not only had on my childhood, but on my marriage and now with my family. So I'd like to invite my son and daughter-in-law, Gabe and Lauren, to join me on today's podcast to talk about family traditions and spending quality time together and how crucial it is for connection, for social and emotional development, as well as all wellness. Gabe Adams is co-owner of the West Bank Golf Club and growth advisor for Empire Growth Partners. And my daughter-in-law, Lauren, 
is a life coach. So I feel both are very qualified, not only as my children, but also in their own expertise to talk about traditions. So thanks, Gabe and Lauren, for joining me today. Thanks for having us. So we- You're welcome. Happy to be here. Yes. So what's really fun is that the three of us are actually going to give different perspectives because I know, I mean, I know Gabe and I share a lot of family traditions, but I also would love to hear Lauren about some family traditions that, that you grew up with. And um, so who would like to start about, let's talk about our favorite. I can go first. Oh man. <laughs> What'd you say, Lauren? Yeah, I'll go first. So my favorite tradition, we celebrate Christmas. Um, so my favorite tradition is my mom's cookie party. And it's essentially like always right around Christmas where we start at like nine or 10 a.m. And like everyone comes over to my mom's house, like the whole family, and we bake literally all day. Like we bake Christmas cookies nonstop and there's like copious amounts of food. It's everyone hangs out all day. Like nobody leaves. We end with like a pasta dinner and it's truly so much fun. And I feel like the reason I love it is because like, honestly, it's like something to look forward to like tradition, right? Like I know it's coming, like it happens every year and I'm really grateful for it. And because no one leaves, (laughs) right? Like there's not like another cookie party. It's not like you have to go to like your other side of the family or you have to go to like your friend's house or you have to go to like mass, right? On Christmas or something like that. It's just like everyone hangs out all day long and you just get to like enjoy, like there's no rushing. There's no, like, it's just your present. And I look forward to it truly every year. What I was, you know, in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about, you know, keeping it simple and carving out time for family and doing something that interests everybody. And the best part about the cookie party, it sounds like, is they get to decide what cookies to make and everybody kind of shares in something that interests the other. Absolutely. And there's also like the standing cookies that, you know, like people are going to make like the lemon Italian cookies, like the lemon ricotta cookies. Like, so, you know, those are coming and there's the people that always go a little rogue and do something different. So it is exactly as you're saying, it's like totally what you want to make it. And it's always fun. Yeah. That's awesome. I remember the first time hearing it, this is to your point about like different perspectives of the same traditions, kind of funny. Uh, to talk about the, I remember the first time Lauren told me about the cookie party and, you know, we're, we just started dating and she's like, yeah, you know, Hey, this Sunday, the whatever in December, we're going to go to my mom's. Uh, I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, what's the plan? She's like, oh, we're going to be cookies and everything. And I'm like, okay, when she's like, well, it's really like all day, like 10 AM, like through dinner. Wow. And I'm like, what, (laughs) (laughs) you know, new boyfriend going over to like, family's house and I'm like all day, like uh, on an NFL Sunday. I'm like, uh, (laughs) okay, uh, I guess so. And fast forward. And now I'm like the one that like wants to be there first and like the last one to leave. It is seriously the best. I remember after eating cookies and sandwiches and just hanging out with everybody all day, being like, wow, you know, what would be crazy is if like we had a pasta dinner after this. (laughs) And then I like get up off the couch and walk by through the kitchen and all of a sudden I just see this giant pot of sauce. I'm like, 
on the Surprise. show. And I was just like, wait, <laughs> I, I thought I was seeing things. It was just like, you're kidding me. We're going to do pasta after this. Like every tradition in Lord's family has pasta at the end. So it was, <laughs> yeah. it is, uh, I think my favorite of your family traditions as well. I love I, well, that. I have to admit when I heard about it too, as we, as a family got to know you better and your family, Lauren, I was also wanted to be on that list and wouldn't miss it for the world. It is. That makes me happy. Yeah. And my mom very happy too. Oh yeah. And it's a great way too for extended family and friends to, to get to know. I mean, that's the other thing about family traditions is bringing others in and sharing what you love and, and your family and uh, being able to share that tradition with others makes it even more special. Mm-hmm. Gabe, when I ask you that question, like, what's your family tradition? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, I'd say, like, I kinda, I'm going to cheat and say two. Um, one is more bigger, and the other one is a small little granular thing. But uh, the first is 4th of July at the lake. Um, like, Lauren knows, too, like, when we started when we started dating as we, um, you know, got engaged and stuff, like, she knows, like, not to mess with 4th of July. Um, and I know not to mess with her birthday, which is shortly after in July. So it's a fun <laughs> July for us, but like those, we just know that that is like sacred, like no ifs, ands, or buts, like don't even put anything around it because we don't know what days we're going to go. And especially when the fourth falls on like, you know, uh, a Thursday or something where, you know, folks are going to get off work, maybe Wednesday, a little early, go down Thursday, stay all weekend. I remember the one year. Uh, I told you guys that I was going to try to go the whole day without being inside. <laughs> if you remember that, I was yeah, just like, I having so much fun. Like, I'm not even going to go inside today. I'm going to be outside the whole day. And uh, it's just the people and the crew that comes and goes every year and uh, the fireworks and dad blasting the music way too loud on the pontoon boat for yeah. everyone's comfort level during the fireworks and uh, the flag and the memorial to you know, the servicemen and women and just like every single thing that chicken uh, lunch and just uh, lake days on repeat uh, in fires. It's just the best time of year for me every year. I look, I love it. Yeah, I would say that's definitely one of my favorites as well. And uh, it is, it's kind of like, what's cool about that? I know I was talking about, you know, religious uh, traditions as well as secular traditions. And, you know, like I said, it, 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 it's, it's just, it could be either one for, for Ben. So Ben, as, uh, listeners know, is my other son and he was invited to join, but he's working. So I asked him, I'm like, what's, what are some of the family traditions you remember or at the, and at the top of his list was making this Armenian bread. And so, like I mentioned, like it could be something around a holiday. It could be something, um, you know, celebrating our independence, like, like you said, Gabe. And for Ben, it's baking a traditional bread um, that has been handed down in our family culture for generations. And so, you know, there's, uh, there's so many cool options, right? Yeah. What, what is, raise your hand uh, virtually, listeners, if you're surprised that that Ben's had to do with food. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Lauren's had to do with food too. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, and I would say too, what's really cool is 
one of my favorite family traditions, and it's definitely something I've passed down, and and that is Christmas Eve pajamas. So let me give you a little bit of background because a lot of people do Christmas Eve pajamas, which is cool. Um, But the reason why my mom bought us Christmas Eve pajamas way back when was because they always loved taking videos, you know, and back then we had the big clunky cameras, right? And um, video, you know, cameras. And so she bought us, Christmas pajamas because she wanted to make sure when we woke up Christmas morning that we were wearing decent pajamas, right? And so it's, uh, I've carried it now onto my family and uh, it's always a surprise, which is kind of fun. Like, you know, it's coming that we're going to get Christmas PJs, but, um, but then at the same time, you know, you don't know what it is. And Shock, yeah. shocker, I've already bought the Christmas pajamas for oh 2023. Oh my God, that's so <laughs> impressive. <laughs> yeah, and, think- and the dogs get to be included too. The dogs being included is, makes it funny too. Yeah, definitely. I think something Gabe and I talk about a lot is anticipation. Like it's such a drug in like a great way. And like, like it's like, what are they going to be this year? What are they going to look like, right? Like it's like, the anticipation makes it fun in and of itself. Like knowing it's coming, it's a tradition, but there's a surprise element to it. Yes, absolutely. And one other one that Ben mentioned that I'd like to, that I think is kind of cool is that, you know, he has a job that isn't quite as flexible as the rest of ours. So we've kind of now made a tradition to at least once a year to go wherever he is and visit him mm-hmm. for a weekend. Yeah. And we've made a commitment to carve out that time. So, you know, you can, you can also create new traditions, which can be fun. And speaking of that, like you guys have been married, what, about two and a half years, right? Mm-hmm. What are some traditions that you brought to the table that you guys are using and, or what new traditions do you think you've created? Um, you can go first, Gabe. I went first for the first one. Well, I was just going to say the, we're going to say the, um, Christmas card one. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'd say the same one, but, um, you know, first year we were together, we said, uh, we decided to do our own little, uh, not even Christmas with like gifts and things, but just again, in anticipation of the holiday and getting in the holiday spirit and catching, uh, you know, the wave a little bit sooner is just to, that we were going to go out um, to one of our favorite places and we just do a casual night there, not even like a full dinner or everything. And um, we just exchange Christmas cards. Uh, And then we'll go look at Christmas lights afterwards and just have a cocktail and some snacks. And we just talk to each other about the year and, and, you know, what were the memories from that year and things we learned and things we're looking forward to um, ways that we can be better for one another, uh, you know, moving forward and just, have a really, really nice, um, you know, one-on-one time that we shut out the outside world, get in the spirit, um, be grateful for one another and just spend that extra little time together. We typically do it on like a random weekday. So it's just something really fun to look forward to and um, kind of kicks off our uh, Christmas season. I love yeah. that. It's so yeah. fun. That is great. And and you guys, I hope you continue to do that and uh, and share that together. I know we're That's talking a lot. Yeah. So we yeah. take a picture. It's fun to look at the 
pictures over the years. We have what now? Five of them we've done it. I think so. Yeah, it started in 2018. Yeah, yeah. so that's really cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, it kind of kicks things off. To add quickly to uh, the Christmas Eve pajamas, that another one that I was going to mention was uh, just a, a subtle tradition was just, and we didn't get to do it this year again. Ben uh, working and being uh, with the Falcons, but the uh, uh, Ben and I just kind of always look at each other like, okay, the night wraps up. We did mass and dinner and pajamas, and we did like all the things and all like the call it real traditions, and then we have our little subtle tradition where we just kind of just keep hanging out. You know, my mom and dad do their thing the rest of the night and, and him and I just will go, you know, growing up, we did the same thing. Like kind of have a sleepover that night, even if we had our own separate rooms, like we'll play video games or watch a movie together or just do whatever, um, just him and I together until we fall asleep whenever and and wait for Santa in the morning. So so that was something that uh, over the years and even as adults now that we still will do when we're together, it's kind of like, all right, now we're just going to, throw on our pjs and sit around and hang out together uh just him and i kind of until for the rest of the night so that's always something i look forward to too yeah that is great that is great and uh it's it's fun to share these different you know their memories and then you can look back and see i i would love to create a video because i know we're talking a lot about christmas but you it was always a tradition too when we we continued doing videos right when you guys woke up and now i still make you guys say you know merry christmas 2022 or whatever and so it'd be kind of kind of fun to look back and splice those together and just watch the years go by. I, um, I also want to, I know we just celebrated, you know, now it's spring and, um, you know, sometimes there's some spring traditions that some families have for us. It's actually opening the cabin. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a little summer cabin that's been in the family. Now we'll be celebrating 25 years and it's, you know, when I say it's nothing special, it's absolutely amazing, but it's not, you know, it's, it's just a nice little cabin that we can go and, and again, carve out time and create traditions even, even there. And that's for me, probably the one most important spring tradition that I absolutely love. Talk about now a new tradition. I have a funny one. To, oh yeah, go ahead. To add for the spring was uh I don't know if this counts as a tradition. Maybe it was the dad, but that, uh, you know, we had the basketball hoop in the driveway and it was always so fun to play, especially in the springtime, like weather was getting warmer to go outside and shoot hoops. And, um, you know, it was a great hoop and, and, uh, played, you know, all the time. And then, uh, anytime it was, whenever it was time for the mulch to get delivered and, uh, put away and spread out throughout the yard, that dad would have the mulch drop. Uh, you know, partly because it had to be away from the cars, he claims, but I think it was more strategic than that in that he would have the mulch dropped right underneath the basketball. (laughs) So it virtually made the, you couldn't, couldn't play until the mulch was gone, which (laughs) us and our buddies would, uh, you know, everybody who came over all the time would be like, all right, well, now it's time for to do our, pay our penance. And uh, a bunch of buddies would come over and help mulch the yard. And it was like a reward because we needed to clear it in order to keep shooting hoops. So that was always a kind of funny spring thing, too, that dad uh, would uh, do all the time. Yeah, that is. It's clever, isn't it? But it it got the job done. But, yep, that was something you could expect every year. Um, Yeah. 
Lauren, I know you're you're very close to your family as well, and I'd love to hear some more traditions that you guys have created throughout the year. Yeah, I was just thinking of one, and it is around Christmas, but every Christmas Eve, my cousin Nikki and I, and then like whoever else wants to join, I used to pick him up at like 7 a.m., 6 a.m. from the airport. He lives in LA. He'd fly in. Now he comes like a couple days earlier, but I used to pick him up. We'd go right to breakfast at um, Crocker Park and we would shop. We would do like last minute shopping. And, and then we go to Christmas Eve. We, we would be with everyone during the day and then we'd go to Christmas Eve at night. And I think I love it because it's just like a standing appointment, especially like on a specific day. Like when your life is already so busy and everyone's got a lot of obligations and like responsibilities, it's like, you don't have to carve out the time. Like you do and you don't like, you just know it's happening that day. So it's like, I don't make any plans. I'm just like, Nope, this is what I do on this day. And this is what we're doing. And it's always so fun. And it's also like anticipation. Like you enjoy your morning, you enjoy the shopping. And then, you know, like, cause Christmas Eve is like our big night where we get like all dressed up and kind of have like a fun party. And it's like, you know, that that's coming down the pipeline too. So it's just like building on the anticipation and just enjoying each other. Like when life gets so crazy busy, it's like, well, I know we're going to see you see each other then. Yeah. What I love about that and what you pointed out, both of your examples, like that time that Gabe, you had with Ben and then Lauren, that time that you have had, have and have continue to share with Nikki is that the holidays, you know, and family traditions sometimes can involve a lot of people, which is awesome. But then to also have a tradition that you know is consistent and has a pattern, right? Mm -hmm. And has a value, but also it provides some connection because Nikki lives out of state, right? And so you know that you're going to have that connectivity. Same with the tradition that you guys have created about the Christmas cards. It's your time in a very chaotic moment where you're creating connection. And I get chills just thinking about it. And so that's one of the one, one of the things that I love about tradition is with families, because in this, in all this chaos, which, you know, I, I often call the happy stress because it can be, you know, just life, right? But you you're pausing and you know, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna take this moment to really connect. And what that does for your overall well-being is just unreal. Yep, I agree. I also want to say this, something I learned and realized this year is, you know, like as a kid, like your maybe your parents or your grandparents like really create the tradition. And like for me, like my mom, she always made it feel like whether it was Easter or Halloween or Christmas. And then I got older and I would like look around and I was like, well, it doesn't feel like the holidays. And I was like, I don't know if that just happens. Like, I think you have to go make it happen. Like you do have to be intentional. And so this past year I tried to be like very intentional with like, I'm not just going to wait for it to feel like Christmas or fall. Like I'm going to make things happen that feel like fall. So whether that's like going to a pumpkin patch, that's just being outside in the leaves, going through the park, like whatever it was, like I realized that it's got to come from somebody. And at some point, like you're kind of in charge and you're maybe like, we're like, I'm just in charge or like Gabe and I share like 
we, we have the same enthusiasm, I should say, but it's like when my mom's not around or you're not around, it's like, okay, we'll make our own traditions, but you have to be intentional. So like waiting around for it to happen, it doesn't feel like it's just going to happen. Yes, absolutely. And be open to change because sometimes you have to alter it just a little bit, you know, and, uh, and it, it doesn't mean that it's any less special. Well, I can't right. thank you guys enough. This has been fun to kind of talk about family traditions, which I think we can all say we love, right? Totally. Yeah. And I just. I know, got me excited thinking about them now. Yes, it does, especially as spring is here and summer's coming and, uh, and, you know, we just had another, you know, big holiday for many cultures, right? And uh, I'm sure everybody that's listening is thinking about your traditions. And maybe there's even a tradition you used to do that now you have been inspired, hopefully from this podcast to say, you know what, I used to do this when I was a kid, I think I'd like to share this with my family. Because as I mentioned, it plays such a key role in our health. And we all want a family and a healthy relationship with our family, right? Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. And uh, hey, anybody that's listening, send, uh, leave a message about what your family traditions Thanks for listening to another episode of Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. If you enjoyed this episode and think the information shared here today could benefit someone else, take a screenshot of the episode and post to your Instagram story. Make sure you tag us at Growing Up with Dr. Sarah so we can spread the word about the show and continue to grow in our mission to support as many parents and families as possible. Hey, if you're interested in being a guest on the show or would like to suggest a topic, please visit www. Dot growing up with Dr. slash contact. Thanks again for spending time with us today. Stay tuned for a brand new episode next week as we continue to grow up together.